Welcome to Two Girls and a Ghost. I am Mohoni. And I'm one boy. Um, so today's fun fact or fact, uh-huh. it is tested by two people, so that's okay, it counts. Um, in an exam, when you... Shit. When you're stuck and you yes. can't answer the question. Write your own. And answer it. Properly, confidently. We're talking full sides. Tell us how that one goes. If an exam stresses you out, leave it. Leave <laughs> I've done that severally. Just stopped writing. Me, I haven't, but I have had it works. Just never find out your grade. <laughs> That's between you and Jesus. Mm-hmm. So yeah, one boy will introduce what we're talking Ouch. about today. Today we're talking about love. Love, 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 love. What's love, love got to do? Love. This is not pitch perfect. You <laughs> <laughs> should watch that drip off. Okay. Makes the world go around. It's from Pop of Girls. I really like that. It's such a white thing to say. How? Okay, I'm not being racist, but no. How? You didn't watch Power Girls? I did, but not enough to remember songs. Okay. I see. Love, love. Okay, my love cartoons. It's okay. I love cartoons. I think I was more of the, the Batman League and Justice League than Powerpuff. Encouraged the cowardly dog. That, that was horror for children. <laughs> See, it was actually nice. But it was horror for children. Oh, probably. Yeah, if you look it back. It was creepy. If you look back, yeah, it, was it, was really bad. Bad. it was really bad. I don't know how you didn't get bad dreams. It was nice. But it was creepy. I don't disagree. I feel like for me, Ed, Ed and Eddie disturbed me more than How? Because they never got to eat the stupid jawbreakers every single time. But there's a time they did. Missy Kwana, your episode. I am traumatic. Traumatic, traumatized, <laughs> traumatizo. I'm traumatized by that, like every time. There's a time they did. I don't know for how long, but I understand your frustration. That was the end goal. I didn't like never. Ed. He was a con artist. I don't know who I liked. I just didn't like that. Thing. Sorry, I didn't like Eddie. There's Ed. Ed and Ed. Ed, Ed Eddie. was stupid. I liked. Eddie was the short Wait, Eddie was a short artist. one. I don't like him. Yeah. I liked Ed. The one with the knee. The tall one, the I, jinga one. Yes. That one was really funny. I liked him and Double D. Oh yeah, his name was Double D. I always wanted to know it was under his head. It's hot. It's kinda like who um like Miss Bella we never got to see her face. Yeah. And Dexter and Cow and Chicken, we never also got to see mom and dad. Yeah, that's really true. That guy always to show us his ass. The, the red devil. guy. I really didn't like him. He was interesting. Okay, too. Maybe I saw him as a devil. But he was just red. With horns. Oh, he had horns. And his tail was pointy. Oh, I don't remember. I don't know. His butt was so big. His butt was always there. He walked on his butt. Desensitized us. (laughs) I should watch it. (laughs) And Fat Dog Mendoza. I didn't like No. I didn't like it a lot. It was nice. I was very ish ish. And then do you know him from Powerpuff Girls? He was there. Who? Him. No. Him was a villain. Oh, that guy. Mm. That he shitting. Gender bender. Transgender shit started. Gender bender. I, th- I think it was a guy. I don't know. You don't know, you see? Gender bender. Gender bending. I find it so interesting how back then I never thought about it as a thing. Like... It never crossed my mind that this guy was a guy who was a girl or whatever. I don't think as kids we were meant to think that. 
wasn't even there. He was just a guy, a villain. That's all. Mm, with some weird, creepy aspects. Can't We'll just discuss cartoons the whole time. It was a time Bubbles beat the shit out of him. <laughs> like she scared him to the point she, eh? No, he scared her to the point she couldn't get scared anymore. <laughs> she was. I, mean, I thought you were going to say she farted Bubbles. Oh, I liked um, what's her the name? The green one. Na- Z, no. You're Buttercup. I am, but I really liked Blossom. Blossom. <laughs> I liked Bubbles. You look more Bubbles I type. Am. You're between Buttercup and Blossom. I need to say the same thing. Hey, Buttercup. Oh, he's angry. He's willing to fight. Do you think that's not you? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm not agreeing to anything. Deny. Deny. That's in matters of integrity. Kiaje? If you ask anything about integrity, like did you cheat? Did you bribe? Deny, deny, deny. Those are the rules. Deny. <laughs> Even if deny, you're caught on video. De- deny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways. <laughs> Love. Wow, where do we start? I think we should do. <sighs> Love. For from God, like how how we should love God, then love ourselves, then love others. Okay. But in our previous episode, we focused on love of God. I think, like how He loves us through our imperfections. Oh yeah, we did. And how He's loved us through me. What's your general definition of love? General. General, yes. Um, I think before before I was acquainted with First Corinthians thirteen, it was just it was what I saw on TV. Oh yes, yes, that's why I watched Dusty Jana. Dusty was one of my first impressions on love. Um, Dusty is like a it's a, it's an Indian movie, Bollywood, about these two guys who loved each other so much. I think that was my first nini of it, just laying down your life for your friend and giving everything and just not doing. Yeah. And also a couple with a lot of fairy tales in there because I used to watch a lot, read a lot of Nini. They were called what ladybird books. They had so many fairy tale stories. So even that one, like just people coming in to save you, people being there for you when you needed help. Yeah, I think I never had a stand. I don't think I had like a sentence to define it. Uh, it just was. It's a really good definition. Um, <clears throat> what was my definition of love? I think to an extent, just showing up. Showing up. Like more or less what you said, like when, uh, when you're needed, when you need a hug, when, just honestly, just showing up mm. was my definition. First Corinthians, that hey, bro, what? Jesus. Um. Eh, okay. We we will dive deeper into that soon. But that one is. Eh, that one shows you what love is. And it's not. And I think until you know Jesus, love is very what you receive. Ah. Uh, ooh. Like what you want back. Yeah. 
you've described everything I wanted because yeah, I've checked my definition by that stage when it's like yeah you get it's uh, just it's stuff you feel like you lacked so if you get that what you wanted then that was love to you yeah so now for me it was showing up yeah just being present eh hey, hello Jesus shows you other things wow <laughs> so do you feel like um what is it called that our needs Uh, yeah our needs and probably even insufficiency is just depictions of what love is to us i think also it can form our love languages oh yeah that's really interesting yeah because like now for yours one of them is gifts yeah i really like gifts so why would you say did you get a lot of gifts when you were a kid did you not did you always want them I always wanted gifts and I didn't get them as much but I still got them. I think the few that I got was enough high to just make me want them. So probably because it was rare, you valued them mm, more. I value them more. Um mine is quality time. I don't know if the test will agree, but now that's something I feel like I missed out on being raised by a single dad. Oh, that's hard. You get yeah, cuz now there's always work, there's always something Then now as I got older I realized that it all, it wasn't always work. Sometimes he probably just wanted to check with his friends. Yeah. A guy thing. You get. And now yeah. me that's not a, my understanding is you would prefer to do that over be be with you. Or don't go. Hey, there's this thing that acts my brother and I to this day. When we were young, if we met up with my dad, he'd always invite somebody else. So now I what? Ole it hurt but usually now i don't know if he does it you become desensitized to it so much get so now that's what quality time i don't think i got a lot of hugs as a kid but you give a lot touch. of them you get now that's yeah. also that's another need that was a met touch and in tdjx talks about it like how as humans we we need contact and what it does mm. for humans yeah with like I, i was watching the time i was watching a lot of videos of tokozaliwa and they were saying that the first thing they do like especially with babies who are born before time they put them on on your chest like without like skin to skin contact for real yeah like they need that kind of i don't know how it works they just calm down So there was once um I don't know what happened in that video but it was a dad and his son mm-hmm. and they got twins. I don't know where the mom was. Mm-hmm. So they put one twin on the dad's chest and the other twin on the brother's chest. The baby oh. just quietened. Yeah, even mothers are told to do that a lot of skin to skin contact. Yeah. I think it feels like warm and cozy. It's safe. They just especially the chub <laughs> Look at you, it's just not like a sponge on your skin. Yes. Yeah. So we've established that human contact is <coughs> important. We need to talk about the world's definition of self-love right now. Mm. If we've identified that, especially out of course, love is, even I think in part of our definition of love is what we lacked. I think now humans are trying to fix that for themselves. Yeah. And that's why self love outside of Jesus looks like it does. It looks like I'm trying to appreciate myself, I deserve this plus but inherently it becomes selfish. Mm. Because you can't be an end to yourself. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, that's nice. 
Yeah, you can't be a beginning and an end to yourself. You can't. And if you, and I was just thinking this thought about it, like self-love starts from a place of already being in want. Because you're already in want. So it's like, I don't know how to describe it, but yeah, you're starting from a negative place to begin with. It's, you can't. Shit. So you're probably depending the need and you yeah. don't know. <laughs> in my mind, the scale was going backwards <laughs> in the negative side rather than the positive. Yeah, and you you try to do so many things to cure that. Um, today I was reading a, a Mark Manson article on weight loss, and the guy who gave the stories and team writing, <laughs> he said how um he got addicted to the feeling of being full, and uh, shit, I can relate that feeling so much. So. Go started telling me how um, we all want that full feeling. Because it feels whole. It feels whole, yeah. And you know when you're full, there's, there's that kind of feeling, you know? Yeah. So maybe for you, for somebody else, it could be orgasm. Like that one makes you feel full. So you go back to that feeling no matter mm. what. For somebody, it's sports. That high you get. Yeah. Others, it's working out. But so long as you feel full, no matter how short-lived, that's it's worth it. It's worth it, yeah. You'll pay any price to get that. That's it's tough. It's tough. Because you were saying that he got a point where he was weighing like 440 pounds and he didn't care anymore because he just wanted that, that feeling. feeling. Yeah. And so that's the thing with love, you know. So you'll attend seminars, you'll watch all these self-help videos and stuff because they leave you feeling full until you're, you're hungry again. And you need to go back. It's like it's an addiction. It's it, like okay. Exactly. That's the word he used there, addictions. Um, Ghost has said you can't be an end to yourself. Like, if you're hungry, you can't eat yourself. You need to go hunt. Wow. You need to go get something to get an external source to satisfy an internal, an internal need. need. So, and that's and if Jesus is the well that never runs dry. One plus one is very to just go to the one that never runs dry. Mm. Yeah. So self love will leave you hungry. It will leave you hungry. It's a it's a it's a scam, <laughs> for lack of a better word. Yeah, it's a scam. It's so hard though, like to hear that, and if you've been hurting for so long. But I guess that's the point of this podcast. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus is the answer, people. Jesus to is the everything. To everything. I forgot to Nini, my last point, Jan. I forgot to say something. Confidence is something God gave me. And I didn't have mm. it. Yeah, I didn't have it. Even esteem, I don't know if I had it. There's a difference apparently. <laughs> but self, whatever, I didn't have it. But now you see, I can't, my head can't grow big because I didn't satisfy it myself. Wow. You get, so now somebody can tell me I'm beautiful and it doesn't puff myself. It's just like, facts. We were made like this. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> and that's enough. It doesn't go to your head doesn't oh yeah ghost is saying that's the best thing about getting what these things really are from him it's like eating proper vegetables instead of going out to eat like processed food Mm. you actually get what you need from the source itself you get so it doesn't damage you so if it's confidence you know what i'm the shit and you don't say it in pride you don't say it to put other people down i am the shit in my world, that's ah. enough, you know. And that's heavy. You don't put other people down. Yeah. Because putting other people down can be a source of your confidence. So once you can't do it anymore, you don't have confidence. You don't have confidence, yeah. Yesterday I read the scripture that if if 
adversary like if stuff okay i'm paraphrasing if stuff gets hard and you break down quickly you never had much in you to begin with. oh yeah it's um in the Proverbs. king james it's, it's um if you faint in the day of adversity your strength was small That's yes it's version. a proverbs for something but yeah so yeah how so many proverbs times 24 well it's okay by proverbs 4 4 talks a lot about shit like that so i feel like um maybe a question i can ask people who are listening is that in what areas have you fainted because your strength was your small. strength was small i've thought about it like when you were saying about putting other people down that those people who are really nice they won't put you down verbally but what they do is they find people who they know are not where they are Ooh, to lift themselves up exactly by the beware of such people it might not be that they'll tell you with their mouths but by being in your company it's just a boost to them and i think that's just as equally bad i wonder if even they realize that doing i don't think they do because that's d yeah guys if you're sorry it's okay i was just about to say it's passive aggressive ah yeah if you're honestly if you're the best person like if you're the hardest worker in your office, if in your group of friends you're the most successful, you're in the wrong crowds. <laughs> it's true though, you're in the wrong crowds. Yeah. Ghost is saying now, okay, let's say like me as an example. Mm. I have you, Jason, I'm Jace. All you guys are more spiritually grown than me. Mm. You've known Jesus for a longer time, had time to interact, blah, blah, blah. And in turn, you guys are around other people who are more spiritually grown than yeah, you. Yeah, than us. So if it's if you look at it like a funnel, whoever is so now for you it's teacher Johnny. Now who chills mm. with him? Yeah. Get so it falls from that guy to teacher Johnny to um that dude <laughs> <laughs> to you, you to me and probably me to somebody, somebody else. Somebody else, yeah. But you just you never eat at any given point in yes. time. Mm. And that's needed. Because Honestly, staying in places where you're big and you feel like you matter, it's, it feels, it's being full. Yeah, I was thinking about is that falsity of self-love, like, oh. But it's not, doesn't satisfy anything. And you don't it doesn't. go. You don't go. Oh, I was about to say, it ties so well to what I was about to point out. Like, another aspect of self-love is self-preservation. Oh. Always feeling the need to protect yourself, like everybody else is out to get you. Ah. You feel like you're a constant mark all the time. So I think that's what you were saying about those posts that people talk about the I I like I overcame this and I'm aware about this. Yeah. You're trying to protect yourself so much from everybody else. And that's not love. That's dislike. <laughs> now you just need to figure out who you really dislike in that equation. But it's not love. That need to self preserve. Um, what did I want to say? Jesus, remind me. Amen. Shall come. Now that's a really good point. Because love does not look out for itself in that way. And it doesn't remember wrongs. It doesn't remember wrongs. Oh, which means then now, if you're so tied to preserve shit, then you, you're holding on to a lot of stuff. Oh, what? Oh, Grudges and yes, shit, yeah? Yes, yes. I used to be a grudge holder, boy. <laughs> now you don't remember half the stuff. <laughs> I want amnesia. Jesus, give it to me. Amen. 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 Today, Pastor Mutunde was saying that um, you should never live in your memories. Like, let go of them. In fact, Jesus says, I think it's in Isaiah, do not remember the former things. 
mm-hmm. behold i am doing a new thing and then apostle paul says that forgetting the things which are behind i look forward that's so i think i needed that jana i was looking at the videos i used to do for yes i hope before mm. i was looking at uh, so just this one video fam i was looking good wow and i was looking at the comments like this stuff in its own way was really successful i mean yeah. it wasn't huge but it was doing well and today when i was in the toilet i thought of looking back to it nikasa how to and like you point don't look back yeah you go i think looking back can be addictive it can you li- you relieve those days when you thought you were good you know and it's so hard to focus on like what god is doing right now because you yeah. keep you keep competing or trying to compare it to that and it wasn't jenna when you were talking about um the price being you said i can't record it because it's so far um it's about what how you said the devil can't afford you yeah and so i'm thinking how right now you would what is real right now is what god is doing in your life but because your mind is not yet renewed in that area you would think that what was happening before was, was better it. yes was it when actually it was a cheap 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 version of it yeah of it it just looks flashy and that's what i thought when i was looking at the videos like from the surface point of view yeah everything looks okay when when i think about how i used to be like everything just looks fine like you're making it slowly slowly you had good friends blah. then you dig it wasn't it's horrible it's, terrible. it's a very pretty grave on the outside but inside yes. it's smelly it's dying ghost is saying that's what self-love is about it looks so amazing on the outside you know you're on instagram you're posting this photo these nice captions under it and all this but once you stop posting i mean like after the photo you look at yourself and that's painful like what's there is not what is there and you know and you can't fake it forever you can't because you do it for so long and there's only so much love the enemy can can light you and give you because he's not a source of love at so all. even yeah his storage runs empty at some point <laughs> and then you hate yourself now properly and i think that's what leads people to doing the most heinous things in this life because at the end he runs out so what else can he give you you know and he'll, he'll be the same one to beat you up and you down exactly what we slowly walked into what love like how to love yourself and what so you've seen that is not how, okay number one how not to love yourself just don't take the self love route just leave that route out and you can't love yourself without jesus it's impossible not loving god you can't love yourself you cannot you cannot it's hard hey what like as this podcast goes it's just It's so hard to see a life without God. Cuz what do you have? Do not much. And for those who are listening who don't know God like that, it would be impossible for you to imagine a life with God cuz you've not seen better. That's so true, you know. That's really true. I think it's like taking somebody from Kibera and telling them you can live a life where you never have to worry about bills and like steam and water. Those things are just and they're like how you know and you're too used to your you're life. You're too somehow. exactly. But now when you get there you're like oh my god this is a possible this is what I've been missing out on. Now you know why people want that life so badly. Um and 
how do you hey, this is it's a tough thing ghost we discussed that you can't give what you don't have yeah and i think that's that's part of what makes self-love so selfish in itself because you really don't have whatever you think you do mm. so automatically you don't give it to other people yeah so like do you have an example of something you never gave yourself like compassion for example oh yeah i hated myself i think the underlying emotion even why i was so always willing to give other people is because i didn't think i was worth giving that to Oof. you know so for me it was it was i think it was a reverse principle for me i thought if i gave it out enough soon enough i would meet somebody who'd want to give it back to me you know and bottom line was i needed to give it to myself i wasn't kind to myself like i hated making mistakes because i i couldn't handle looking at my life myself and be like sally sasa now you this is how you thought eh and it's weird because you're a really understanding person so I do, it's like understanding without compassion doesn't make sense doesn't you know it really doesn't yeah I think that was one of the things I had to run into hard that the love of God is is for me because I didn't growing up I didn't have much of that and God is so kind he allowed me to be brought up by relatives who were just kind to me so kind too kind in fact but the person who I wanted that from wasn't giving it to me like you see my mom I wanted it from my mom not from them uh. and that didn't come you know, so God shielded me in that way that I didn't have to go looking out for it so much but the person I wanted it from, I didn't get. And that was probably a trap from the enemy, because, hey, bro, yeah, I didn't love myself. I didn't. And that showed a lot, because I think that's where my self-righteousness came from. I couldn't give love. Ooh. So I decided looking for faults in other people, you know, like, yeah, way to make myself feel... Or look better. Like I wouldn't tell you to your face. I think I'm better than you. But inside, I just I was like, yeah, yeah, I am. That's a tough admitting thing. Eh, that's yeah. grown. That is grown, madam. <laughs> now that time I am a youth leader, telling you that Jesus loves you, but inside, but it shows God will use the foolish things. shame though I, and it's amazing how right now like i actually want a tattoo written lover because i grew i i came to meet god's love and now that's all i want to do give love genuinely for the sake of giving love not for payment so that anybody will ever know no one it's just so to love like god exactly and it had to come from the real source because these other things are just sinking ground sinking sand it's just christ is only solid rock he really is. I think it, it must be really tough for God. Like, let's say you you have all the money in the world, mm. and people know if they come to you, you'll give them. But then they look to other staff. Now a family really needs it, but the leaders of the family have decided to look at for everything else, mm. but to come and ask you for something, and you know you can give it. And I think that's how God feels with maybe love. Yeah. Because God is love. And he's a never-ending source. And he doesn't come with anything. Like, God loves us before salvation, post-salvation. Yeah. He doesn't come with any strings attached. But now, so many people are looking to everything else. Fake gods included. 
for something only he can give. Mm. Me wouldn't want to be God even for a day. That job no. That job is hard. <laughs> have you watched Bruce Almighty? I have. Oh, that movie was just <laughs> Like you just hey that job no. No. And the heart, I feel like the heart is the worst part about it. Like loving someone who doesn't want to love you back. Hey! And it's not like they don't have the capacity. You gave them, because you made them, you gave them the capacity to love you back, but they will not. They haven't chosen. They haven't chosen. And you can't force them. And they're your kids. So you already love them. There's this dude, I don't know if it was Mike Murdoch. He was saying, like, we're all here to satisfy needs. Even, it's not our own, because we're always here to serve. Mm. So God made us because he wanted to be loved. Wow. And that's not a bad thing. The first thing that came to my mind is that in today's lingo, we would call him needy. You know? But in reality, it's not. It's not. And there's, but then there's nothing wrong in wanting to be loved. If in a relationship and you're not getting it, imagine there's nothing wrong. And don't be lied to that you're being too much or you're asking for too much. No, it's not. Should that be a topic? Okay, wait, I have two points. Um, <laughs> God didn't want to be loved because he lacked it. Hey, guys, mm. Jesus loves himself. What? He loves himself. He's enough. He is enough. He knows. <laughs> and to make it even better, God is a trinity. There's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm. So if they just love each other. There's enough love amongst them imagine. for each other, yeah. So for him to create us, honestly, we're a product of love. Yeah. Their babies are a product of sex, which inherently was meant for connection and love. Yeah. I mean, so are we. No matter if you are a mistake, if you're meant to be aborted, if you are made on purpose, if your parents had to, like in high school, I had this friend, they wanted a girl, that like four boys, <laughs> have sex on this day to get, to a, get girl. a girl. <laughs> and they got her. And wow. they got her. So no matter how intentional or how hey how shit how unintentional you were, you were made out of God's love. Yes. And let me tell like guys, when you love God that dude, what? He bathes in it. Oh, let me give you an example, Jenna. So one boy has been on her blood season. That's how we Periods, mean. bro. <laughs> for ah. boys. No reason it for the boys. We learn. She down. So now that time, um, the first night she said she wanted chocolate. She just told God, I just want to be in my bed tomorrow. Eat chocolate and just breathe. I don't know if you said breathe, but in your mind you said breathe. In your mind you also unpacked coffee that wasn't there. So. <laughs> Leave me alone. I am living in my own world. <laughs> I will create it. So now the next day, uh, after she ordered shit and it came, so I was unpacking. And then we bought. she bought chocolate. We, we is not us. It's her. So she bought chocolate, and then when I opened it, it had two packets of Oreos, like, oof, on it. And immediately, I just remembered she had asked God for chocolate. I'd forgotten even. She had forgotten, but you see, it wasn't even like a prayer you made seriously. You just said, I want chocolate, and God provided it. And that's one of the ways that God baits you. Like, should you just say, you want shoes? They come. You want, geez, small things like ice creams. You meet somebody who just offers to buy it for you. You want a Kyondo pass, God sends somebody with money, you just get to buy the pass you wanted. And with God, it's not bad to want. I think it's really, a, a lot of kids who've not grown up with access to everything, yeah. even adults, they have to outgrow the trauma of we don't have enough money. 
Mm. We don't have enough for this. We can't do that. That excuse is not there with God. Yeah. He has everything. What can't he get? So you want. Want to your heart's content. He's your father. He will hey. provide. Me, I wanted until I chokered. Because <laughs> once you realize you can get everything, it's no, it's no longer a big deal. It's no longer a big deal, yeah. Even waiting isn't as bad. Unless you want it really badly. <laughs> waiting. You can wait. And even those times when you feel like you're waiting and it's not answering, he gives... You see, like, something like what Romboy asked for, it came the next day. And the things that you think you might want, but you can't handle. True. So God has you can't. waiting until you can handle it. But there's, most times God answers prayers, even the prayer to be loved. Like, when I had now to learn how to accept love, he sent people like you and Jason to just love me through stuff. And soon enough, it's just like, Wow. 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 Just need to ask him. Just need to ask him. Uh, the other point was, should we discuss shame and guilt? Yeah, be, yeah that's a nice part of love. Um, like what you said, some people will go and ask them for something. Like there's a time, I don't know what answer from my dad, I don't remember. But then he was saying, you know, mom, because he calls me mom, I have to consider so many things. I have to consider you guys, blah, blah, blah. And then he said, I have to consider my personal life. Me, that hurt me so much. Mm. What does he mean he has a life? <laughs> and entire, entire his life. I, I have his life. What does he mean? <laughs> and you see, that's not, technically, that's not wrong. Yeah. Because for God, we are his life. His kids, his kids are the reason he sent his son to die for him. I mean, for us. It's okay, English is it's, not your mother tongue. <laughs> respect me <laughs> like to god we are everything and he wants he wants to be everything to us as well and that's not bad that's so beautiful he wants to be everything, everything to, to us. us but yeah like now you won't find those things in god you won't find shame for wanting to be loved or wanting things mm. you won't find um insults or yeah being told that you're too much or you're too needy or you're too you're not too much for god but the truth is you can be too much for people Mm. especially if they don't have god and they have not been equipped to handle your needs yeah you can be too much for people oh that's also really important like when you when the closer you get to god the more he shows you who to go to because whether genuinely some people cannot handle you they cannot give you what you need because first of all they're not the people god has put in your life to do that so it's like going to to nasco and asking for fuel that's it's it's a very stupid example but i feel like that's what that is both produce fluids but no asco no (laughs) oh shit no no asco is nakuru water should they like handle the Ah. water for nakuru sorry Wow, when you live where you live, sorry, so yeah, they handle that. So it's like going there, you want water, but you mean you need fuel, but you go to Nawaz because they can't provide that. And then the second thing is that, um, what was I, where was I going with this? Um, illegitimate sources. Oh yeah, so there's that. And then second, it's that these people themselves, if they, yeah, like what Wamboi said, if they don't have a connection to God, they obviously cannot meet that need. And then third, these people that God puts in your life, they also need to be willing to meet that need. That's true. You know, because somebody could have, they have been placed by God in your life. They have the ability to, but not the willingness. They don't want to. 
and you will meet those three, three types of people in your life and i think the hardest thing is dealing with people who don't want to and for it not to define you through that yes identity should be a next door <laughs> yeah we'll remember to tackle that but now you see when you have god even when you run into somebody who was placed by god that to do to meet that need for you and they don't you know you can go back to the source amen you know? um goes is saying imagine it like this there's so your home yeah mm. there's food let's say the main thing is hunger the main need is hunger mm. so in your house there's all these types of food everything so if you feel like cake today, yeah. fries tomorrow, um, I would say fish food, seafood <laughs> the next day. <laughs> like there's everything in this bunker or in your house. Yeah. And there are chefs to prepare it. All your needs are met. So you decide, let's say one day you're hungry, but you decide to go get it from not your house. Mm. You get. And so you eat everything, but you're still not as full. For us who have Christ, if with God being the bank of the house with food, when we, de- when we decide to go to other things for our satisfaction, um, truth, truthfully, the end is we know we can go back home. Yeah. No matter what. Mm. And we can learn and God, no matter what, gives you open arms. Me, that dude, I don't understand him, but he's always ready to accept you. No matter, even if you haven't talked to him for 10 years. He's yes, ready. ready. But now, where people are at right now, there's this bunker, but all they've ever done is heard of it. They've either been too scared, too traumatized, too hurt, or anything to go and find out if this bunker really satisfies their needs. Because mm, what if you go and it and doesn't meet your standards? You know. Doesn't have food that you want. It doesn't. So for them, it's easier, and they lie to themselves, and the devil also lies to them that these small, small things are enough. Mm. And what in the end you become malnourished. Oh, that's a beautiful thing you said because um, I, I, I've just thought about how when with these two small small things, it's also fed by your ability to cater for your own needs. Oh, like I feel like that's that's something you will lose once you learn how to love God, your sense hey. of individuality. Like you cannot meet your own needs. You cannot. You become so dependent on God. It's it's just basically a baby on their mother's chest, naked. You cannot do anything. You can't even turn your own head when you're born. They have to move you. And so one of the things I feel like, for personally for me, when you're saying about the banker, I figure that one of the reasons I wouldn't go to the banker, which is God, is because in my mind, it's like I don't want to tarnish the image of God. Because what if all... This you're scared it won't match expectations. Exactly. And how will I come back from that? That's fear of disappointment. Yes. Growing up with that is just makes you so scared. Like what if? But you know what? God isn't. He has proven himself time over the ages. Okay. Yeah, he is able to. This nigga used ravens to feed Elijah meat. Ravens actually eat meat, but they carried it to him. He made water come out of a rock. He split the Red Sea. Me up to date. Advantage. That's like a free aquarium show. <laughs> He made Noah build a boat when nothing had ever existed. Rain, ha- rain ha- had never been seen on this earth. On this earth, people did not rain was. And he, he just does everything. God cannot disappoint, and it's something he kept telling me for a while. Like, when I was learning about his love, he kept saying, "Sally, you're not the first one I will disappoint." 
what you know because often you feel like maybe what you think you'll be, you will never be the statistic hey bro where's coming telling here angels falling from this no yes god can never disappoint his love will never let you down um mm. it's crazy now i've completely forgotten what you wanted to say there's a whole new point and ghost is saying honestly once you understand his love for you there'll be an automatic cutoff for people who you know cannot love you like that. You get like they don't have to love you like God because only God can, can satisfy that yeah. need. But there's a certain degree, honestly, of stupidity <laughs> or carelessness or even their own individuality. Yeah. Unless God has told you to love them, you honestly won't take. Mm. And sometimes you do it without realizing. Wow. When you're too that's not you're not used to it. Exactly. So you go away. Because that's not your usual. Oof, that's amazing. You know? I just thought of like how you can go like if you're so used to bit, buying coffee from a particular place like in Tao and they make it so well for you and then you decide to try out a new joint. And you'll criticize it more. You will, yeah. But eventually just like, you know, this is my taste, I really like this and I won't take anything else apart from this and that's fine. It's, it's okay to be bougie. It is okay. It's okay to be spoiled. And I bougie. love what you said about the cutoff. That's so amazing. And you know what? You don't even do it in pride, and it has nothing to do with them at all. At, at all. all. By the way, it is no commentary on you if you've been cut off. It's just I don't play in that field anymore, and it's fine. Oof. And now, once you learn, okay, honestly, once you accept that you're loved like that, <laughs> it's so much. It's ten times easier to love other people. Mm. Hating becomes a task. Oh, we have, you have to try. You have really, you have to really And we try. fail in that trial also. Like every day, <laughs> every day. You cannot hate people. You find yourself praying for them. This is the part I hate the most. Or I, communicating well. You know? Or looking for them to have a conversation. <sighs> Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> Something so easy you could do. Any you cannot. Um, uh, wow, we are failures in hating. In high school, like I was telling, let me tell you, before university, I'd started my relationship with God. Mm. The beginning of uni is what messed me up, threw me completely, of course. But then there's this, um, one of my roommates in the hostel I was in, she said, Why don't you hate? Like, it's it's so nice, and hate. it's so wow, and it's true, it is hating feels wonderful. Mm. Until, I don't know, it, hate no longer becomes a need in Christ. That's amazing. So hate is actually a need. Probably. And um, in Proverbs it says, is it in Proverbs? Whatever in book, the Bible, bro. <laughs> it says that God tells us, when your enemy is down, don't celebrate, lest I have mercy on them. Because you're Ooh. the one looking. God doesn't give a shit. They're all his kids, by the way. We are. We are all his. And I think that's one of the reasons why I can't hate people. Because when I realized I loved God, I can't hate what he loves. That's true. It's so it's hard. hard. It's so it's hard. I can't telling you, you will try. You will try and you will fail. I start praying for them. And I feel so nice when I pray for them instead. But that first step. Eh, the first times is just, you know... And it's sometimes it's a choice you're going to have to make. With and a, the thing with the love of God is that it doesn't brainwash you. He still retains your ability yeah. to choose. 
That's yeah. true. It's hard, yes, to hate, but you can choose to hate if you want. I don't know if that's something that stops some people. The fact that God doesn't have favorites. The fact that mm. we're all equal. I, at, at first, I didn't like it. You want to be, want to be the special one. But you are the special one. I am. But we are all special to God. <laughs> to God. You get. The world has taught us that there has to be the one that, that stands, one that stands out. out. Until you learn the job behind standing out for Jesus. <laughs> you do not. Trust me, that one you just, you go read the fine print. Don't just sign the contract. <laughs> just go read. And I think that's amazing. And I don't, um, to an extent, I think that's why I don't really, not really respect. Mm-hmm. I don't easily accept the titles that people are given. Mm-hmm. Like in church or in something. Like, I think I can respect hierarchy. But this thing of like a pastor comes through and everyone loses their minds. For what? We're all equal in God's body. Yeah. I understand if, because now, like you said, we've been watching a lot of Jesse Duplantis. Now I understand his ministry. And whether he likes it or not, that guy is big. Yeah. He's yeah. And I'm sure he wants to reach everyone, but God has sent him to a select few. Few, yeah. And now he has to service those people. And in our minds, he's a servant, because that's honestly what he's created. Now, if, if I can't get, easily get to such a person, that's fine. But if somebody wants to feel themselves at I do this for Christ, I do blah blah blah, and I can't regard you easily because you're an apostle or you're a pro- yeah, I, I I think that me the thing I would say about them is that the love of God is not in you, because Jesus was the most approachable person, on the like he and was he blended in so well everywhere drunkards, tax collectors, hoes hoes were supporting his ministry, demon possessed women, ex demon possessed women. In fact, Lazarus' sister, um, they say the woman who washed his feet was Lazarus' sister, Mary. Mm. Like, your ability to come down to... But then, by the what faith is saying is true. It doesn't work in God's kingdom. And was Lazarus even an important person? They just say he was Jesus' friend. That's all we know about him. That's all we know. Like, love, love, you can touch it. You know, and I feel like that's also something that we in the churches that that we we pick our version of what acceptance is, and even what you said about hierarchy. In God's kingdom, it's not about importance, but the higher you go, or rather than that hierarchy, the more servant-like you should become. That's true. The more servant-like. That's the anything. only thing. Mike Todd says in heaven, stuff works backwards. The lower you go, the higher you are. The higher you are. So these pastors, all these people, guys, they they with hey, they serve people twenty-four-seven. They do. They can't. Their lives is not anything else. It's not about. That. It's just it's constant service. You're always giving, and you can't get tired of it because you're giving from an eternal source. And if you're so reward conscious, which is also not wrong, because it's also wise. Yeah, Do not be true. stupid. It comes. The glory comes. It comes by the way, not the way the world will tell you. And that it's sad. It's sad that we live majority of our lives subscribing to some version of something. Like I grew up with. Disney's perception of love and romantic comedies <coughs> messed up how I saw love. <laughs> but when you get to the kingdom, you see something so different. But it's it comes true. with its own reward, and it's better. And hey guys, most of all, it will be God that's glorified in you. In you, it's, it'll never be you. Jesus now, and that's God is so weird because He says like do things for Him to see, not for the world. Yes. So God is glorified, but God glorifies you. Oof. He celebrates you. Ah, uh, yes. Let me tell you. 
heaven knows how to throw a party. You have not it seen. Does. You have not seen. For uh, just plant is my thoughts still emphatic. Yeah. At m- a lot of the things that are called these men of God. Men of God. Of. And God is the king. Yeah. So it's always God that's glorified. And it's okay if that's hard to outgrow. Because humans inherently, oh, they are selfish. True, yeah. At the core of everything, we are selfish. That is the bottom line. Always looking out for number one. But love <laughs> love makes you think of the number one as God and somebody else. You esteem somebody else higher than yourself. Than yourself. But then you know when you pick up that version, it becomes easier to have friends. It's true. If you're married or in a relationship, it makes it easier for that. Because you just know, it's not, I don't have to look out for myself. Because God is looking out. God is, you know. So it's not a competition about who gets to you to put what, whereas you, you didn't love me, you didn't do me this. No, 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 it's just about you giving. You give it. And the beauty about that is that when you have somebody you know, who loves God that same way, it's just, it's beauty. It's like, it's a perfect match. Um, when I used to go out, I don't know if I'd started like being saved at the time. I don't remember. <laughs> Your process. <laughs> it was amazing. But um, there's some people I was with, and then they said that faith will always find that talking to the weirdest people. <laughs> like the people next to the toilet or bodyguards. Or this. It's the weirdest. And it's true. I'd be drunk and go and talk and have a full-on conversation. That's such a Jason thing to do. It and is. a me thing also. Because honestly... Whenever we're being served, we honestly forget these people are human. They're people. They're people. And their job isn't, hey, taking care of bathrooms in a club. I respect them. That is not an easy, I wouldn't want to do that. Yeah. Because it's not easy. It's not. But now if, I don't know, if you, if you see them as they're there to serve you, they become dehumanized in your perspective. And you know, you think that until you're in that position, and life has a way of putting you in that position one way or the other. Even if it's for two weeks you, or a day. And you learn enough in that span of time. Um, Glenn right now, he's, I don't know if he's still working there, but he said God is teaching humility by having him like do pedicures for people. Hey! Bro, that she will humble you. Hey, he's been humbled. Like you're saying, how does somebody come and put their feet on you? Like it's just something you're supposed to do. I feel like he felt insulted. Paka kachoka. <laughs> I saw a meme on Facebook. At you, when you're in the service industry, you just feel like asking people who raised you. And then at the bottom, I did was a long post after the meme. Somebody just said, you know what? We need to raise people better. Because the things you will meet in this life. Remember when I was asking at Ashley's, Amy, I think I saw the worst and the best of humanity in those six months. People who feel entitled to everything. Work at retail at any given what? point in your life. Work at retail. What? Any service provision. You will, you will be humble. You will know people. No, you're not shit. God, people treat you like trash. And there are those ones you don't expect. And then they're so nice to you. And then these other persons, you what? And you can't talk. You can't only say that. <laughs> you can't say Jack. You have to keep your mouth shut. Wow. But in that, in those places, if you don't have Jesus, no wonder people steal, by the way. No wonder they do whatever it is that they do. Because you know what? If you don't have the love of God, it's impossible for you to be in such a love. What? Oh, I just realized. Um, the love of God also shows you what is really inside of people. It makes compassion and kindness so much easier. I think it's 
easily amplifies people's weaknesses explain like somebody can if somebody let's say like you're still working at ashley's ashley's is a saloon for those that don't know so let's say you're working there and somebody just comes with attitude you can tell you can say no you can tell this person struggles with um let's say compassion ah yeah or this person is not appreciated at work Mm. or this or this or that like it's so much easier to tell people's needs as well August has told me that what usually for what is supposed to follow such kind of opening up in your mind is prayer like you oh, have yeah. seen the need so what you do is that you, you can't satisfy it exactly so what do you do you just pray for them classic example there's this flyers mama who used to come i would not say her name mm. but damn she was fine and she had money and she just she was a shit and one day she looked so nice. Me being Sally, I was like, wow, you look so pretty today. She just told me, like, why are you telling me that? So in my mind, I was like, wow. So people, you're just not used to getting compliments. And I'm like, me, I'm a girl. I stand nothing to lose by telling you you look pretty. She's like, causing drama. I just apologize. And I was like, I never tell anybody else that. And I realized people don't know how to handle this. Even somebody else who was a friend, they were so pretty. And I used to tell them, my God, you're so pretty. And at first it was just so weird they just laugh and one day i asked them why is it so hard for you to accept a compliment that's how i was also really yeah that one who taught me i'm beautiful oh uh, thank you but you know and by the not everybody's always out to get you you really are just pretty and i will tell you there's a time i was walking i don't know where i was going from school or to work i don't know and then there was this mama opposite so there's a road like both of us going to town there's a lady like maybe 10 feet ahead of me on my right and then there were two girls on my left and Look i was at you knowing right and left oh jesus has delivered <laughs> me from that affliction so now i could hear what these two girls are saying they're just bitching about that girl she looked so nice she was in a short skirt maybe like mid thigh yeah. and then i think it was she had mixed colors maybe pink and blue she looked so pretty and your mind was like jesus if i reach i'm going to tell her she's pretty and then these other girls were they just bitched I, and then at some point they cut off they went to the different directions so I, I walked up and I think also that she had them because I think they were loud enough Damn. so I just walked past and I told her by the way I don't take anything like kusione but you look really nice and I just walked away and then as I walked away Jesus was like that was that's also how you combat bad things in this life Ooh. you know Cause, and I feel like that's the purpose of love that uh. if in the, in the process in the presence of things that are being done so wrong can you use what God has given you to write it? Because right. maybe she was feeling shitty that day. You don't Probably. know. And then those girls really were not helping. Um, <sighs> mad. See, we've concluded that Christians are servants. Okay. Yes, yeah. we had been told you Christians are servants. <laughs> when you mess up, maybe I've just thought that could be a reason somebody is in a certain workplace right now. Yeah. Just to promote love. Exactly. Or to tell the bosses that they're doing a good, good job. job. Or to tell the team that you guys are trying really hard. Like to give appreciation where it's hardly ever seen. Well, that's amazing. But the, yeah, Ghost is saying right now that for most Christians, careers where they they don't matter. It's just where he places you at any given moment. That's where you're needed. It could be on a road. It could be in a restaurant. You're a waiter there, just to make people happy and feel loved and appreciated. But it's wow. not wrong to tell your boss they're doing a good job, because if they want, you wouldn't be employed there. 
that's true that's a fact so you can whether bitching about your bosses just doesn't help take it from someone who bitched for a while and i learned to just shut my mouth because whether i hated i liked it or not you are still there mungai was paying my bills <laughs> you know in her own wisdom whatever brought her to nakuru was helping me so just understand yourself and troll there i understand that I do, it's making me think then a lot of the times whether you're a doctor pharmacist blah 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 your skills then don't matter they don't because they don't. of what you've gone to what you the job is what has you there but that's not what you've gone to do, to do. and god helps you understand this like separate those two so you don't get tripped up when things are going bad you know why you're there Funny, like when I got to Ashley's, um, I think the second week we hired a new guy. He's called Bulasoni. He'd come from, I think, Congo or some shit. So one day I was just having a trippy day. Mm-hmm. Then he came, he called me out. When we talked next to one, he told me, Sally, I know you know this, but you're, you're here for something. It is not to stay here. I don't know what else he told me. I forgot. But that statement kept me there. And then for one him. day, yeah, one day as I was about to, before I left, maybe like a couple of weeks, Pastor Robert came home to talk to all of us, to mm-hmm. me, my mom, and some other friend of my mom's. And as he was, like, I think he said prophesying. And so he got to me and he told me, Sally, you're at Ashley's for a reason. It's mad. It's mad, yeah. Because ordinarily, it was like, I didn't fit in there at all. You stick out like a sore thumb but there's something you're supposed to get. And I don't know if ever I did. I think I did it as I could leave or it was to meet people like I can floor or to be kind to people and pray for them. But I, one of the best things about love is that God places you places where you're needed and also where you need to be. And you can trust that leading that no matter how bad it is, the love of God would not allow me to go to a place where it would hurt me. Oof. What? Even faith asking for fear along the road, you know, that was faith. <laughs> I lived up to my name <laughs> that day. <laughs> and maybe it was about letting, maybe that guy needed to do something like that that day, and you were the avenue God used. Yeah. You know, it's mad you say that because there's a time, was I from work or what? Um, Sally and I, I, this dude came and sat next to me, and he had this book, and he allowed me to peruse through it. And that book, Sally and hey hi, wow. <laughs> Sally and I have read to help us with money management. That making sense book. Yeah. I got it from a random dude who sat next to me, who got the book from his daughter or his granddaughter. I don't know. <laughs> but like, God effortlessly gave us a book. Yeah. Without even thinking twice. Without. Me, that's a, that's proof of love. That is proof of love. And that's still service. It is. Whether that dude did, did it knowingly or annoyingly. Or annoyingly. That's just, like that's God looking out for you. Looking out for you. God servicing you. <laughs> Bro. Well, so we've just come to the conclusion that love is about service. Oh, yeah. What you... I don't know if this thing oh, will open. Oh, the first Corinthians thingy, thing. yeah. Trump was doing some talk and he called second Corinthians two Corinthians. I want to meet that man. I lied to you not. Being at a dinner table with him would be the greatest joy of my life right now. I congratulate him. How it's okay, so now here it is. First Corinthians 13 4. Love is patient and kind, does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude, does not insist on its own way, is not irritable and resentful, does not rejoice at wrongdoing, rejoices with the truth. 
Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. I feel like now from that definition you've given about love being service, everything here is just service. Patience, endurance, understanding. It's, it's usually kindness. for the other person, not for you. Okay, first you give it to yourself, but in order to give it to others. Let's talk about this shortly before. We can, we can continue it in the next episode. Yeah. But what happens, because now both of us have been in this situation, when you're in a relationship and God tells you to leave, but that wasn't your definition of love. Wait, what? Ebu, repeat? When you're in a relationship, uh. but God has told you to leave. It can be a friend, it can be yeah. um, a boyfriend or a girlfriend. And now th- this scripture comes into your mind. It bears all blood, but God has told you to leave. Because you have to love him enough to obey him. He said the same thing in my mind, just obedience. <sighs> By the way. But then, because you know, you can, this scripture outside of ghost, you can easily use to mess man, up. To mess up. Yes, it will trip you up. You could give patience where you are not supposed to. Or kindness. You know? And we forgot to mention that one of the greatest ways to show God love is obedience. Mm. Like to him, I don't think there's a higher honor or a a higher show of love than obedience that with values he says obedience is better than sacrifice (laughs) and sadly jesse says you've been taught more to sacrifice than to obey obey. if you're a parent right now i was about to say right now (laughs) (laughs) if you're a parent right now and like your kids are young ish just teach them obedience now in hopes that when God calls them to do whatever they need to do, mm. it's easier for them. It's easier. It's yeah. just, it's a lot easier. And you would have saved a generation so much work, because even when they go to work, they won't have a problem adhering to what they're supposed to do. You know? But then, you know what Ghost is saying right now, working is obedience. That's true. And so when you're at work and you can't do your work, <sighs> you're being unfaithful, you're being disobedient. <sighs> just a lot of people. hard things to and those are only things you would see in god's because in god's eyes because in the world they will just tell you no you're being okay you're just having a, a lot hey. you're working too hard yes you're you too know, ambitious they're paying you very go money for what you're doing that statement pisses me <laughs> off oh my god you know, somebody was complaining the other day about her. Jesus, you give me heart. I will fire those people. If it's not enough, um, go. Go, go. You know, Sorry, this eh? person was saying, Ati, um, they're paid less for what they do. God shut my mouth. But me, I wanted to ask them. Held your tongue. <laughs> hey, I tell them. So you, you think with the amount of, you think you give enough value to get the amount Oof. of money you're asking for. You are a student. That's hard. You are a student, first of all. I am not entitled to give. To then they were interning. I wanted to ask them, do you know how many interns are in this country who don't get jack? In fact, in the UN, they don't even pay you anything. You're lucky to get anything. It's, it's like this person has single-handedly allowed you to work in the company. You can mess them up with incompetence if you wanted. But you want to complain about how they're not paying you enough. You don't go to work. You mess up the way you want your line. You're at work and you're watching YouTube videos. Bro. Yeah, shit. But at that time, I was just like, you're not getting paid enough because to them, in their mind, you have not proved your value. Because the day you prove your value, you will automatically get it. Go, go exactly. And the love of God will help you see things like that. Clearly, like, this is why I am here. And maybe this is not about the money. It's about me learning 
to come our faithfulness because he's saying something so crazy yeah. I mean, if you're struggling why don't you just ask me for help wow. if you're not enjoying your job why don't you or just, just ask, ask me a designer who's put you there yeah so he can make it enjoyable for you sorry I cut you off me drunk no, it's okay but yeah I think after that and also I feel like for him he missed the point as to why God let that person work there it was a one in a million chance. It was. And that was God loving you enough to put you in a place where he wants to show this is where I want you to go. And I'm putting you in a place where you get to learn firsthand how to get there. Yeah. That was love to him from yeah. God. But you you can get so caught up in the world's definition of success and how you, you should be valued more and what not realizing what God is giving you money could never get you. Because there's access you can get. Like that guy had so much access to what he needed. But in your skills, because you value the worthless things, you let go of what was actually valuable. Hey, please repeat that. In your skills, you lose what was more valuable. Whatever I said. For something that's worthless. Exactly. And love will show you things for what they are. It uncovers. That's what you want. Exactly. Like me, I'd never fuck up my relationship with one boy. Even if she left me, me, I'd follow her. Because I know, you know, there's things you don't... You don't jack up. Because God has shown you the value of that. Oh, thank you. I am indeed valuable. This is why I want long hair. You so don't have long hair. I you could it. not do that. <laughs> Jesus, if my long hair comes and I don't do you've deserviced me as a human being. Try flipping it and then get stuck in your mouth. Then you spend the time coughing hair out. It's not fun. Speaking from it's not Hollywood. Yes, let me tell you that week just to get stuck on my lipstick. Uh, oh so yeah. you're like this. <laughs> you can't even be pretty in peace. Oof, so you have to put so it in a pony tip. until it starts creeping on your eyebrows and you feel ticklish. It's just a mess. Pony. Thank you. <laughs> feel free to ask questions about this. Uh, and give your opinions. Yes, we've said everything. Almost, yeah. If we need to say anything else, we'll be in, a, in another episode. Let me think if I had a point. Okay, I don't. I forgot. Guys, just know that God loves you and wants you. Mm. Today, I'm done doing the salvation prayer. <laughs> Let me tell you, people have been practicing and praying here. But if you want to make us laugh again, I refuse. <laughs> We're fine. Refuse. Heaven will not bamboozle me <laughs> twice. <laughs> you woke in one week. Ay. Do I have like a last thing to say about this? You're enough for Christ. The day you realize that. It was, when you were so enough, he sent his son to die for you. Like Jesus died for you. Jesus died for you, bro. Like this, they call him the beauty of heaven. He's God's most prized. If we say possession, he is. Any God, God would do anything for Jesus and he gave up Jesus for you. You know, you don't need anything else. Just accept that. That'll be the best decision of your life. It's crazy. I've remembered. You know, when Jesus was crucified, God turned away for like a moment. Yeah. Like, guys, it hurt God that much. But for you, he was willing to turn away from his son. Guy. This boyfriend won't send you a text or your mom won't buy you this. But, you know, you got a better thing. A better person, a better life. If you cry, we understand you. Hey, that's that's cry worthy love. That's cry worthy. And God's love won't make you cry. I just remembered last last week. When were you not in a good headspace? 
bro to this week wacha wacha kupeleka vitu last week this week has been that fast see we can look and make a three kilo moja yeah ni wiki bro so Sally was working through some things and in turn I had to work through some trauma <laughs> oh my god uh, and um Sally hugged me and I cried and that's honestly I was crying from a love perspective because there's something there's a need that hadn't been met for a while and God met it through Sally oh yes I'm a need meter that sounds like meat eater in I my went, head I almost said need meter <laughs> but yeah and that i don't know like i don't know and crying was the only way i could express how it felt to get that that type of love yeah smart and now you like i hope you guys have also understood why the world's love can never be enough mm. and why self love even the world's love is just it's fake Take it it's from, abibas take it from adidas. people who have lived that side and this one yes. also yes don't you don't be a statistic just agree abibas abidas you know which you may don't want to do Jesus may we have such a big brand people want to yeah, duplicate it and call it themselves as like gucci gucci literally amen amen amen, amen. <laughs> I finished my prayer, amen. Okay. Any last okay, me I'm done. I'm done. I think the last thing God loves you. That is enough. He does. Write it on a wall, put it as your phone or paper. Spray paint it somewhere. You know, tattoo it on your body until you believe it. That God loves you. He does. <sighs> Lead us one boy. Walk <sighs> in the path the Lord has put for you. <laughs> I won't lie, me, I'm hoping she messes up. <laughs> You know I'm thinking how <laughs> like I might be or I am a pastor's wife technically so this is practice You are a pastor pastor's wife what that too in your own right <sighs> And now I have to in the future just you just do you faith you know <laughs> I guys let's pray Um thank you so much God for what you've taught us Thank you so much for using Mohoni and myself as the vessels Thank you God that we are interesting to listen to. Yes. And somebody will relate and God like this will save people's lives. Yeah. Thank you that honestly people never have to know who we are on a personal level <laughs> so that they can experience who you are that yeah. much more. I pray that you reintroduce, continue introducing or just be with the people that have chosen you God. And I pray more and more hearts get bent or just want to choose you Jesus may they always god may they know that you love them and that you appreciate them and you see everything with them and you still chose them as yeah. and remove any advances of the enemy or advances from themselves to stop them from coming to you just destroy whatever barrier that might be there god and give them the willingness to choose you. If it was up to me God you'd force them but that's not how you roll. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> and God may this change somebody's life. Yeah. And may they know who you are for them especially. Yeah. And God may they if they've decided may they just build your relationship with them. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. 
Now, if you've decided, if this has affected your life and you've decided that you have to follow Jesus, follow me in this prayer. Jana Muhoni almost messed up, but we didn't laugh. <laughs> I am not that kind. Let me end news. Jesus, lead me. Now I'm panicking. But Why? Because I don't know. There's no exam. He said, my bro, no taste. I know, so I couldn't exam. Oh, it's just, I want. I hold your hand. Thank you. Um, okay, so repeat after me. God, I come. Uh, <laughs> I feel like you're laughing in your spirit. Thank so you, I Jesus. I need to laugh. <laughs> Let's do this. Uh, God, I come before you today. God, I come before you today. Admitting that I am a sinner. Admitting that I am a sinner. I repent. I repent. And I accept Jesus Christ into my heart. And I accept Jesus Christ into my heart. From today, henceforth. From today, henceforth. I release control of my life. I release control of my life. And you are now in charge. And you are now in charge. I admit it. I admit it. That Jesus Christ came. That Jesus Christ came. And died for me. And died for me. <sighs> it's on you, Lord. <laughs> All on it. <laughs> it's on you, Lord. Ah, and I trust you and believe in you. And I trust you and believe in you. From today. From today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. He started responding to my prayer. You know, he's all on it, by the way. Oh, <laughs> we did good today. Yes. Yes, guys. Welcome to the family. And you are loved and you're appreciated. And we're just happy that you decided to choose Jesus. You're the one sheep he left all of us in the pen for. Imagine. We were Imagine. left. We were left pen. behind for you. For you. For you. Yes. Oh, that's so beautiful. You believe the 99. Huh? What have I said? He believe. He will leave. <laughs> English does not respect. He will leave the 99 for you. Yeah. Oh, guys. I'm so happy. Look at her. You should see her face right now. So thank you so much for tuning in. If we never see you, I don't know how big or small this thing will be. Oh, but it will be big. I can't we, wait to see you guys in heaven. An essence like festival for, for this shit. Yeah. Eventually. I can't wait. You cannot wait. And just have all different smells on me because I'll be hugging people. Please come smelling nicely. <laughs> this is what love will do to you. Izan <laughs> <laughs> was accepted. She does not care. Yes. Amen. Amen. Guys, have a nice day, week, month, year, decade, whatever. You know. Bye. Bye.